Hi, this is Amy from Play First Song Today. This podcast is for complete and early beginning pianists. If you have never played piano before, just began learning the piano, or getting back into it after a long break, and consider yourself a beginner, you have come to the right place. I've been teaching piano for over 30 years and have worked with all levels of piano students, but loved working with beginners because it really gave me the biggest satisfaction. I currently am running a piano teaching website called playfirstsongtoday.com specifically for beginners in an effort to reach wider audience and teach the joy of piano. For the last three shows, I discuss mainly technical aspects of the piano, more theory, you might say. But today, I wanted to spend this time to share my personal experiences with piano. I hope that my experiences bring you hope and encouragement. Unlike other quote-unquote skills, Musicianship is valuable in that involves the whole person. It's not just the hand skills or strictly just knowledge. You might think it's simply a talent that some are born with and others have no hope for. I tend to hear this a lot where some people say the reason they don't play piano is because they don't have musical talents. It's not just my personal experience that learning to play piano is not just for a child prodigy, people with great patience and discipline, or super involved uh, parents push their children, or even adults with lots and lots of free time on their hands. One good thing about having taught a large number of students is that I have seen it all. I worked with students who hated piano, but came anyway because their parents didn't let them quit. Some came with ultimate motives because piano was a leverage for them to do something else in return. Then there were students who loved piano and didn't need any push from anyone as they always came prepared. They basically said, They like piano. They enjoy playing piano. I also had senior students who were always excited to come because they were finally fulfilling their lifelong dream of playing the piano. I'm always excited to find out what my students' motivation is. If you you want to share yours, please visit my website, playforsongtoday.com, and leave comments in my uh, podcast blog. It is again, play1stsongtoday.com. During last podcast, I concluded with a piano piece. I actually played it for you. What did you think? It is a pretty song. It's titled, Chacon by Iruma. I know I didn't give the title when I, when I was playing, 
and I don't know if anybody guessed it or have heard of it before. But again, such a pretty piece. Like I said during the podcast, the part that I played is primarily made of quarter notes, half notes, and the rests. The reason it sounded different than how we practiced it is because on top of the notes and then the rests, I had a few more components, such as dynamics and, of course, sustaining pedal. What's wonderful about piano, or music for that matter, is that although many people play the exactly same music, it is likely to sound all different. Musicians can inject their own interpretation of the music in feelings. To be exact, even when the same musician plays one song multiple times, it is likely to sound differently depending on the emotional state of the person playing. That's why playing music is a great channel of various emotions. Personally, I like piano. I like playing piano when I'm down. It doesn't really matter how well I play, but how well I channel my emotions. By the time that I'm done, I feel at ease and relaxed. Maybe it's just me, but I tend to fiddle a lot with my fingers, especially when I'm anxious. And being able to move fingers on the piano keyboard always helps me. I sometimes play slow, I sometimes play loud, I sometimes play soft, but with lots of emotions. I came to the US when I was 17 years old. Because I was so focused on getting into college, it's, it's a culture. I didn't really get to enjoy that social aspect of high school when I first came to US. But then when I finally got to college, the first year was really tough. I was still learning the language. Cafeteria was terrible that I began to lose a lot of weight. Schoolwork was challenging. Believe it or not, I began my college year in engineering. My first roommate was a sorority girl from Chicago who was a nice girl, but had a polar opposite personality for me. So we didn't really get along. In short, first year of college was pretty tough for me. Then one day, I heard someone mentioning there's a room in the basement of my dorm that has games, pool tables, and such. So when I got really bored one day, remember that, went down, looked around, and happened to see a piano. It was an out-of-tune, old, old piano, but I remember feeling so happy. The feeling, the feeling of familiarity brought a sense of home. I began my first lesson when I was two years old. My mom had this obsession that if she had a daughter, the daughter would play piano no matter what. When she was growing up in Korea in the 40s and 50s, piano playing was reserved for the rich 
and her family was not very well off. Although my family was not very well off when I was growing up, my mom dragged me to a neighborhood lady who taught piano out of our home. And again, I was two. Although I was so young, I still remember how I was scared of my teacher. She was not very nice and super strict. If I made a mistake, she will hit my hand with a ruler. So a lot of times I'll come out of the lessons with my hand swollen. I would cry every time I had to go to lessons. And my mom would get so upset with me because I would be kicking and screaming that I did not want to go. Instead of simply giving up, my mom got me enrolled in a more um, official piano school. It was a large piano school. I got to have a really cool and pretty yellow bag with the piano school logo. And there were a lot of little girls like me that I could play with before and after my lesson. Although I like to go there to hang out with my friends, my teachers were still very strict. You were expected to follow recital and competition schedules, which came pretty often. And I remember constantly being frustrated because I could not play cool songs like other girls because of my small hands. I was not particularly talented or practiced as much as I was expected. Songs that my teachers chose for me were, in my opinion, boring and substandard. Thanks to my mom's persistence that I continued lessons right up to about several months before coming to US. But seriously, I hated everything about piano and was thrilled when I didn't have to play anymore. Then when I came to US, it was all about academics. My mom completely let me off the hook when it came to piano. So by the time I got to college, it was well over a year that I hadn't touched piano. However, when I first saw the piano in that dingy basement of my dorm, I really felt like I was home. If you can believe it, I visited the piano almost every day. I began channeling my loneliness, anxiousness, frustration, and disappointment that I wasn't as happy as I thought I would be if I just made it to college. Of course, I eventually became, uh, made lots of friends and made it less frequent. But my new feeling about piano opened doors for me, a lot of different doors for me. Because I continued playing piano in churches, in bands, and eventually started teaching while I was in college. You're probably listening to this podcast because you either found piano for the first time, or thinking about starting piano, or maybe getting back into it after being away for a little while. I want to share my experiences with you so you would hopefully approach it differently than I did. Maybe not having a um, 
obsessive mom might help. I always say that I want to give a gift of music back to my students. It's not just a motto or a slogan, but it's really a personal testament. I hope that as you continue your journey of learning piano, you would think of it as a gift to yourself. Try to enjoy the process. And even when you're learning to play just simple songs, try as much as you can to relax and enjoy the experience. Theory and techniques are of course important, but mechanics are only tools. Use them to help you express who you are and what you're feeling when you're when you play. This is why I'm surrounding my teaching platform, my website playforsongtoday.com with classes, blogs, podcasts, and individual coaching because you as a student will get to learn what clicks for you. Depending on your learning style, listening to somebody explaining may come easier. Maybe it helps for you to watch someone else explaining by showing or you benefit equally from both. See if you can find the most helpful for you. I hope that you'll find that there is help and that it is okay for you to reach out when feeling like you hit a wall or struggling to move beyond the certain point. I hope that you visit my forum and my site to ask questions, read blogs, and be part of our community. Maybe you want to share your experience with others as well. I hope to get to know you sometimes. Let me close by saying that you have found a great passion to fall in love with. It will be worth it, I promise. Thank you for joining me today. Happy tunes.